Let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room, or lack thereof. Sudan and Zen are both uh, under the weather. Wait a minute, did you just call them both an elephant? Well, it's a metaphorical elephant. (laughs) But also, they're not, because they're not. Anyways, look, so they're not here. Uh, Zen is still feeling ill. Uh, Sudan is having some trouble of of, of his own, so let them know that you missed them down in the chat below. Because um, we miss them. We love seeing them. We, we love getting to uh, have conversations with them. But it's just Ren and I, for those of you who are just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got some fun topics for you guys. So get ready for that. Uh, first wow. and foremost, there's been a lot that has dropped. Um, so I will go ahead and share my screen um, so you guys can see it. And boom, it should be popping up. Voila, there it is. So the first drop um, that was announced is the Bolton V box. Uh, this is going to be your standard type of box, you know, just one of those uh, collector's boxes. You get the big jumbo for Bolton, and then you get, for whatever reason, a Wulu, <laughs> not a Yamper. Uh, I, I, why why you wouldn't get Yamper, I don't know, you know? Uh, yeah, the Wulu yeah. Is, a, is a weird choice. And when I saw yeah. that, I almost didn't believe it. I thought... This is going to be a placeholder for something else, but no, the product description actually says a Wulu promo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, you also get the mini or regular sized card for the Bolton, uh, which I know there's a bunch of Bolton fans. I personally like dogs, so Bolton's pretty oh, yeah. cool. I know Steel Sand, who should be in the chat below, is a huge Bolton fan. I think that's one of his favorites, so he'll be excited about this box. I do wish they gave a slightly cooler card. Um, but this is a cool doggo card, you know, it's like running happily through a field, so that's cool. I still wish they would have given you Yamper, though. Like, I just don't understand that. I, I wish they would have, too. And it would have appealed to, like, the pe- the fans <clears throat> who wanted it for, you know, the cute doggo theme anyway. Because, like, look at this card. This is what a happy puppers looks like. Running like, through the field with his tongue sticking out. I mean, like, come on. That is the happiest a dog can get. You could have had Yamper, like, rolling around in the same field. Like, it could have been one of those connected cards, essentially, where yeah. it's like, you could tell they're in the same area playing, whatever. I don't know. That hey, would have been cool. Hey, hey, Pokemon didn't ask me. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I so... tell you what, though. I do appreciate the little design on the box, though. If you look at the box itself, it looks like it's actually, you know, like the fur of Boltond, like the whole front of it. <clears throat> Almost like it's yeah. his chest area, you know? Just the way oh, yeah, the yeah, cutout yeah. design is, and then like the yellow on the top is, I don't, I think that it's little touches like that, little details that make me appreciate, you know, these boxes a little bit more. And uh, I don't know if the card or the uh, the pack listing is uh, confirmed yet, um, but I would assume you're going to get probably because it's four packs, you're probably going to get two brilliant stars. Yeah. It looks like possibly a fusion strike as one of them, and then possibly an uh, evolving, evolving skies. skies. Yeah, that's that's what it's looking like from here. So you know, possibly maybe that's not a bad pack selection to be honest. No, that's pretty decent. I, I, I really wouldn't be too upset about that. So overall, it's probably a solid box. I'm sure it's going to be a you know twenty dollar box. Um, so you know you might be lucky to find these in your Walmart or Target or wherever, um, or online if you want to just do that. Um, but yeah, so that is. 
that is the first product. Well, let me uh, reiterate here real quick that do not overpay for these online because yeah, don't. You know, you might not get them the first week in your Walmart or Target or wherever, but the second week, third week after that, like, nobody's going to be scalping these hard, so just be patient. <clears throat> There's no no reason to pay, you know, $5, $10 MSRP over, or over MSRP just to have this on, like, that release week, like. There's going to be two. these are not the evolutions boxes those v max collection boxes that just came out yeah uh bolton is an awesome pokemon no disrespect but it's not an evolution it's not going to garner that same scalper mentality um you well, know and like with the evolution boxes you know you got two different alternate art promo cards where this is just your typical run-of-the-mill collection, collection box. box yeah essentially so so this is this one will be a lot more of an appeal to like the little kids too, being like, hey, like, that's you know I like dogs and I like Pokemon and you yeah, know that's exactly. type of thing. So exactly. Um, but this other product that we have these EV tins, <laughs> these uh, are evolution tins. <laughs> these quite possibly could garner that uh, scalping concept. I don't think they will personally, um, and it does look like they possibly come in two different forms. Um, so you would have the more uh, oval-ish type form, and then the more like rectangular flat one. So it's like the um, European versus the American. Possibly. I mean, does it say it on here? I don't. Um. Think. So right above the oh, pictures, yeah. it does say added product for the images of the U.S. version, the five booster packs for the U.S. version, and that's. I mean, that's been pretty typical to how they've been running these tins anyway. Where the the smaller four pack tins are usually <clears throat> European exclusive, and okay. the longer five pack tins are usually the American. But then we, and, uh, we pay more anyway, so. Right, and to to uh, to let the people who are just listening know, the evolution tins we're looking at are for whatever reason again, uh, kind of an odd choice, but Espeon, Sylveon, and Umbreon, and the only reason. Is I guess because the first three evolutions, the Vaporeon, Jolteon, and Flareon, do go together. They were released together, um, like as an actual set of Pokemon. Whereas from there, I think they released in twos and then one for Sylveon, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, I'm trying to think of who who was released with Glaceon. It was um, it was Glaceon and Leafeon. And, and then Sylveon by itself, and then right? Sylveon by itself. Okay, that's what I thought. So you figure it's kind of, I guess, hard when you want to release these in a set of three, but whatever. I, I don't know. You know, it almost would have made more <clears throat> sense, though, for them to release. Because, you know, so think about it product-wise, like the lineup they've just done. Like you said, they got the original three in their um, VMAX boxes, and then you have the Leafeon and Glaceon V-Star boxes, and now you've got... The last three is basically the leftovers. They were just like, here, throw them in tins. Let's go. Right. <laughs> it almost would have made more sense if they made Umbreon, Espeon, V-Star, and then just threw Glaceon, Leafeon, Sylveon together in a tin if they were going to, you know, go by, like, collection status. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. know I mean, <laughs> the other thing is the, I don't like, so the look of the tins, right? Uh, Espeon got a uh, purplish with, like, a dark greenish blue kind of thing it kind of fits espion you know then uh sylveon got like the pink with the blue and it, it just kind of fits sylveon yeah. but then you get to umbreon and it's like 
the same green blue that was used for Espeon, which you're like, okay, whatever. But then it's a red. And I'm just like, why not black and yellow? Yeah, why not stick <laughs> like to the, the color, color of the Pokemon? Uh, I don't know. I, Listen, maybe because black you, and they, yellow doesn't pop out as much. They they saw this and they said, well, we got three left over. Let's just throw them out with the bathwater. You know, like, here you go. You guys get something. <laughs> here it is. And, you know, product design was just like, we don't really know what to do with this tin. They're like, just slap two colors on it. I don't care. And so they yeah, I mean, it was like Russian roulette. Like they just threw a dart in the the color scheme, and they're the color wheel. They're like, okay, we're gonna use these two colors. Yeah, Teal I, I don't red. know. <laughs> I guess they stand out. Maybe you know, like the the color. Yeah, teal is probably a good description of that color. By the way, um, I guess it stands out versus like a black and yellow. Um, but it doesn't I, stand I out in a good way. <laughs> it's, no, it's no, it's it, like it, why. <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't really seem like it fits, but hey, whatever. Um, you get, obviously, the promo, and like I said, or like we said, you get the five packs uh, for the U.S. If you're in Europe, uh, it's four packs. I don't know if it says anything about the packs, but based on the fact that they release in, um, it says spring of 2022, uh, I would assume wait, right probably there, looking... It says the U.S. version, right above the uh, pictures there, it says the U.S. version releases April 22 of 2022. Okay, there you go. Um, I don't so, know about European. I imagine it's the same time. Yeah, it actually says April 8th. So uh, we'll see. We'll just say April, you know, um, to play it safe. So they what? have some. Yeah, look at the, like They got two different dates. So if you see it right there, it does say these products release on April 8th. But then if you look at the, the bold part where your mouse is on right now, it says the U.S. version releases April 22nd oh. of 2022. He's got. They got two different dates on here. Maybe the April eighth is for the, the European? European side. Maybe, uh, maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when people over in Europe are getting these tins and you know showing them off online. Yeah, but yeah, I mean but overall, I I probably won't get these. I I never really get any of these. And the it'd be different if they put like the V Max cards and they were cooler. Yeah. Um, uh, nothing against people who want these. Obviously, I think. I think they're awesome cards. I don't know how playable they are or anything, but I imagine, you know, if you're a big Evolution person, you probably go after these tins, um, you know, because, I mean, it is Espeon, Umbreon, and Sylveon, which I think are probably, like, in the top five of the Evolutions, like, all three of them are. Mm -hmm. uh, so, not, not necessarily my top five, just in, like, an overall scheme. I'd imagine at least everyone likes Espeon and Umbreon. Yeah, so. well, I feel like Sylveon is almost more of the fan favorite now, but... Look, I, I didn't want to say it, but... I'm just saying, if I took my son to the store and he say he saw all three of these tins, he's probably going to pick the Sylveon one. I don't know, apparently Charmander's his favorite, though, now, so... <laughs> yeah, my uh, my son and uh, Grumpy here had a nice little heart-to-heart -heart before the, the podcast recording tonight. His little heart was broken, and he came running in here, and Grumpy made everything all right, so... Yeah, just I asked him, you know, different Pokemon stuff, and I said, "Who's your favorite Pokemon?" I thought it was Pikachu the last time I talked to him, and he said, "Charmander," and I was like, "Me too." So I was just like, "Do you even know who Charmander is?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so that pretty was cool. Yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah, that's that's the new product there. Um, so for other new product <clears throat> over in Japan. Uh, if you remember a few episodes ago, we watched a video that showcased a bunch of different sleeves and deck boxes and all that. 
So over in Japan, as per usual, <clears throat> they are getting all kinds of cool stuff that we are not going to get. So much cool um, things. <laughs> uh, so we won't watch this actual video, but there is a video. If you go to Poke Guardian, you find this uh, link and everything for all this stuff. She goes through and shows all this stuff, how it looks, whatever. Um, but like as you can see, there's these new tin or tins uh, sleeves. So <laughs> I you've wish got, these were tins. <laughs> eh, I guess I don't know. They'd be expensive, I'm sure. Oh, but yeah, all kinds of card stuff. Um, sleeves, got, and deck boxes. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know what this is. This almost looks like That's, a deck box. It but, is, it's one of the. It's like the two size deck boxes put together. You know, instead oh, of okay. one standard one, it's uh, it's like a double. <clears throat> And it, it's kind of weird because, and I don't know, so I, I guess I will say this. I don't know, We living in America, I don't know the seasons in Japan. For us, we're in the middle of winter, and it sucks. Um, next will come spring, depending on where you live. Um, but I think that's kind of how it goes for most people. And, you know, then it'll be summer and then fall, so on and so forth. This picture they're showing between the deck box and the sleeves is Glaceon and Leafeon. Like running through kind of like a an autumn yeah, scene, yeah, fall time. Because there's you know the colored leaves on the ground. Well, they, and, they don't have to necessarily you know, follow you know the current seasonal guide though, you know. But no, I, I do. No. I do. It would make sense that whatever. it seems a little out there, you know, to be like. But you know, maybe they hate the snow as much as we do, and they're like, we're thinking of better times. I, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I would love this season more than winter. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. Um, here's some of the sleeves just laid out, um, but it's the same thing. You know, super cool, super cute. And those um, those are different artworks too, by the way. The uh, the sleeves versus the deck box. Yeah, yeah. So the deck box is uh, Glaceon and uh, Leafeon running together, like both of them, as if they were like running literally together. Honestly, it and looks then like the sleeves Mount are them separate. That might be Mount Cornet in the background. <clears throat> You know, shout out to yeah, like, I mean, Legend Arceus and Diamond of Pearl. <laughs> it, it very well could be. That is beyond me. That's a different level of knowledge. Um, you know, and I'll tip uh, my hat to I'm, Ren to be I'm a nerd. I can't right or wrong. It. <laughs> Another thing, though, is this coin album that's coming out. Um, I assume that means it's only for the Japanese coins. Um, but if you look at the front of this, it's got all of the different typings. I'm pretty sure. Uh Ren, correct me if I'm wrong. Do a quick calculation. Yeah, no, no that's all the <clears throat> card types. Interestingly enough, it well, says Pokemon card game in English. Past ones. Oh, because uh, it's fairy on there? Fairy, yep. <laughs> right up above um, that. So it says Pokemon card game in English and on the spine. Uh, you can see it. And then <clears throat> you open it and it's kind of like, you know, just any coin collector type of thing. Um, I don't know. I kind of thought it was going to show the typings, but apparently it shows different Pokemon. So in this picture, you see a Chansey. Um, you've got Eevee. Is that Gardevoir? Mm-hmm. Umbreon. A weird Mew. Not really sure why the Mew looks like that. It's kind of like that What's fish eye. Um, the newer Mew coins. But I don't know if you buy this, do you get all the coins? That's the good question there. Um, my initial thought is probably no. Oh yeah, it does. Pokemon no coin times five. Well, yeah, but you get the five coins. Sh- well, you only get the five coins shown. You don't get all of these spots though, because there's still no, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's just telling spots? you right here. Thirteen more spots. Yeah, you're only getting those five coins. But th- hey, look, that's a lot more than what I thought they were going to give you anyway, which was nothing. <laughs> so right. 
Now, I would be interested in knowing, are these metallic? Because, to be honest, that would be really cool. This would be, honestly, I'm not much of a coin person. Like, I have coins and stuff. I've got these, you know, cheap plastic ones that I've gotten from various collection boxes, whatever. I don't usually do anything with mine. Um, I wouldn't even if they were metallic. But, this is kind of cool. And yeah. I'm kind of curious what other Pokemon, how they'll release them, like, all that kind of stuff. So, I might look into this. Um, this is pretty well, cool. There's 18 total coins, spots, anyways. I don't know if how you know. You gotta figure that, uh, remember the last time we were looking through stuff like this, product releases, they had the new <clears throat> coin game they were coming out with, too. So I almost wonder if this coincides with that. Also true. That is a good point. Um, all of this stuff comes out in February, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's all Febu- February 4th. Uh, so it's already released. Part. Yes. Yes. This already released. <laughs> It's most well, of it already released. It's it's released while we're recording this too. So. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, moving on. There's more stuff. There's this really cool Greninja scene. Uh, this is a deck box we're looking at. Um, it's got Greninja. Uh, is that a, not a shiny Greninja? It is. It's the sparkling Greninja. For you okay, know, it's the O to the the new shinies coming out. The sparkling <clears throat> with with the normal one on the side. By the way, it yeah. shows. There's Both. actually a couple of them. I think that might be Ash's Greninja on the top with the normal Greninja on the bottom, right? Yes, question mark. Or or it could be just two regular <laughs> ones. But, you know, the one that's front and center here with the, the nice, the really nice looking water effects, you know, kind of wrapping yes. around it, um, is the shiny Greninja, but it's called the sparkling Greninja because that's what the new um, shiny mechanic or whatever it is in the TCGs coming out are going to be. We'll talk more on that in a little. Um, there's also uh, sleeves. Same thing, except for obviously you can't get that 3D effect to show the other Greninjas, so it's just the one Greninja. And it looks like it's running through possibly like a burning city type of thing. Yeah. like it, Almost like, like a Charizard is chasing it and knows it's going to lose this battle. I'm not really sure. You know what this kind of reminds me that, of? But... This almost looks like it's, it's coming out of the same scene that uh, Noivern Altart is. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, Wow, what a throwback. They're both in Gotham City over here. Golly. Um, and then also a really cool playmat that shows the actual full scene. Uh, there's actually a fourth one, so that means if you look at the deck box, there's actually like oh, another yeah. uh, Greninja on the other side. I never even so, saw that. And In hindsight, it looks like they're running up a building. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very yeah, well. That, that, is, that is strange, but really cool. I kind of want this. I'm not even a huge Greninja fan, but this is really cool. As somebody um, who likes and collects uh, some playmats, I'm probably going to add that to my collection. And, I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to be that expensive. Um, let me see. Does it show? It's a rubber playmat. Uh, it's twenty five or 27.50 yen. So uh, I want to say it's like roughly $25. Yeah, so pretty much the, I think it's the standard. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, um, yeah, that's what you expect to pay for most uh, playmats anyway. And then, for those of us who are OG fans and you like Misty... Uh, which will show you why you might like Misty more in a little bit. <laughs> but there are some awesome cards, or uh, sl- sleeves again. Um, this one we're looking at, it's Misty on a hot summer day in the beach. She's drinking out of her little whatever sippy cup type water of thing. <laughs> it's kind of a water bottle, but like it's kind of a sippy cup when you think about it. <laughs> so she's over um, here sipping out of a sippy cup. <laughs> But then it's got, you got Starmie here. She's got Starmie dying of like heat exhaustion. Why she doesn't throw it in the water with the Polytoad and the Lapras, I'm not really sure. But <laughs> I you know can see the, 
the Starmie's dying. Starmie's dying, um, and the other two are having a great time. It, uh, I, I, honestly, these sleeves they've been coming out with, man. I'm just like, bro, these are tough. Um, I know Cleavor, <laughs> shout out to Legends Arceus again. Yeah, uh, they've yeah. got a really cool Cleavor uh, doing some sort of Hulk smash type of thing to the ground. It looks like just pretty epic. Um, not as cool as the mes- the Misty, I will say, but pretty cool nonetheless. Um, Lucario with a really cool uh, deck box. Uh, pretty scenic. It's doing an attack. I'm not sure what that attack it's like is. The, uh, Aura Sphere. Thank you. It's like his iconic um, move in the in the game. In the <clears throat> yeah, I just was testing your uh, knowledge. <laughs> uh, but then they got matching sleeves. Um, so if you're a big Lucario fan, or not even really, I mean, this is a really cool set as well. Um, I would like all of these again. <clears throat> um, and then the best looking one. This Darkrai. It's straight out of a, it's it's straight out of a DC comic book, isn't it? It is. I'm not. I I, I love. I'm it. getting like Batman vibes. Exactly. Not necessarily Batman. It's you know himself, but like some sort of like Gotham City. Like yeah, it's that art you know. style. Ah, it, it, man, it that's really sick. tough. I I was telling Grumpy before <clears throat> this uh, we started uh, recording this podcast. So I'm like, these are going to be the best looking ones on here, and they sure enough are. Yeah, they're they're tough, man. I mean, they've got really cool sleeves as well. I'm not big on the deck boxes personally. Um, I I would love to get all these sleeves though. What I'll tell you what, if anyone ever wants to send us from the Cardboard Addicts podcast to Japan to do an all expenses paid <laughs> shopping trip at the at the uh, the Pokemon Center, please let us know. We would love to get in contact with you. Um, I I would go crazy. For these. Oh, yeah. Like I could just see myself going through with their little shopping cart and just like purchase, 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 you know. Um, I would, you know, I would take it a step lower than Grumpy and just say, like, anybody has hookups to Japanese products, let me know. <laughs> that you is know, the more noble way to look at it. Yeah, instead of uh <clears throat> to Japan, which I would love to go, but <laughs> but that is uh that is all they show. Again, uh, if you want to watch the actual video, if you go on PokeGuardian's Twitter and find this link, um, you can watch the full video. There might actually be more stuff shown in the video that happens time to time, um, but that is all we're going to focus on today. Yep. Um, and then going on to the sparkling Pokemon that we mentioned, uh, Battle Region is the new set coming out. Um, I don't know. I know they put out a date um let me see because these are all the new cards next month uh yeah it's actually this month february 25th yeah um it's it's a like a sub expansion if i'm not mistaken um i don't know that we'll actually get these in english i could be wrong well we'll probably Um, have you know what it's like typically what happens is you'll get two sometimes we're uh, lucky or unlucky however you see it We'll get three Japanese sets combined <clears throat> from one English set. So, this is just like the other half of um, uh, what's that new set that's out right now? I can't think of Starbirth. Starbirth, yeah. So, I think this is going to be the other half of it. And whether we get all these cards or not in Brilliant Stars, I think we're I'm going to assume we getting... won't because Brilliant Star releases the same day as this. Well. And some of these are being pushed, we already know, are going to be pushed to the next set after Brilliant Stars, which um, just got announced as well. The so. trans, yeah, radial something, whatever. 
astral <clears throat> radiance, or uh, yes. I think it's astral yes. radiance. But yeah, the way we know that is because um, there's Hisuian. His Hisuian. <laughs> I'll get that eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they so we had, we'd already seen uh, previous right. We went over this before. Um, this Garchomp that looks really cool, Starmie, the sparkling Pokemon, all yeah. that, right? Um, but they just recently announced also these character cards. Um, so another Garchomp, but with Cynthia this time. This is probably the chase so far. This is going to be what my we chase. Know. Um, because, you know, Cynthia is the quote-unquote waifu, if you will. Um, she's got such a elegance. I don't know. She's just um, badass. She's cool. I took her out in the in the in the Pokemon League. I don't know. It wasn't that big a deal to me. With some help. Um, hey, hey, look, <laughs> look. Uh, this is personally my chase card as of right now. Um, Misty to me is OG. When I think of Pokemon and I think of like characters, I think of you know Misty, Ash, Brock, you know Professor Oak, all that. Of course, no right or wrong answer. You might even like one of these other ones. This is really cool though. It's super colorful. She's lounging in the pool, so it fits that other, um, the sleeves we were just showing you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, take note, her pool floaty is a Pokeball. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, take note that she's got a little floaty with, like, a tray of food on it. I wish I was also, fancy. Yeah, also pretty cool. She's clearly down in, like, Malibu or something, like, really living it up. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool card. Um, At least she's not dehydrating then, that Starmie anymore. Yeah, they got the Starmie in the pool. Uh, this one is a scene straight out of Legends of Arceus. Um, I can't remember what her name is. Is that... May uh, or Mai? Is it, is it like, Mai? It's like M-A-I, I think. Or is it Akari? No. Ooh. No, no, no. That's the Diamond Clan. You can tell by her You're shirt. Right. She has You're right. So I think her name right. is Mai or May. How May or my MAI, I know that much. <laughs> um, and I can't tell if she's trying to catch this weird ear or if she's like with the weird ear. Well, um, clearly, Grumpy has not played the game. She's the warden. I have. She's the warden of weird ear. Doesn't mean that she like owns the weird ear. I mean, in this case, I guess she technically does. She's character card. She's but... like the protector of weird ear. So she's not trying to catch it or anything. She's just with it. I mean. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll get him to play the pretty, game and learn things here. Look, I've already, I'm already able to. <laughs> no spoilers. Look. Anyways, pretty cool card. She's like looking at Weirdier and like admiration. He's literally got leaves falling on him. Uh, she's picking up a bunch of sticks, you know, probably for the camp and all that kind of stuff. You actually see the trees with some of the berries in them. Yeah. A little nod to the game if you've never played it. Uh, yeah. So it's a pretty cool card. I I don't see this being anyone's chase, but it's definitely a really cool card. I think. Listen, this was this is a good first step into Hisui with the cards, though. I mean, the the card itself encapsulates exactly how you see the the grasslands, the prairie lands of Hisui. Mm-hmm. Probably with a little bit more detail, given like it's a card, and you know you're not having to yeah, like, process yeah. the information through like the switch and stuff. But yeah, very much like what you would see in a very small little like snapshot. Um, definitely a really cool card. Uh, then you've got, and I can't remember this person's name. Uh, I just know um, they're also the keeper of basically this, uh, Cleavor. Yeah, he's the warden. I, I think it's Liam. 
That sounds Lian right. Lian or Liam? It's L-I-A-M or N. I think it's Lian. But yeah, he's the warden of uh, Cleavor for Pearl Clan. Um, and <clears throat> this is straight out of the scene. Uh, again, no spoilers. But yeah, this is pretty much right out of the game. Um, yeah, it's That is a sick... I mean, you can see the, the giant tree in the background, which yep. is an iconic moment for the game itself. Again, we're not going to really discuss it too much, but it's like the details that they're putting into these are amazing. I'm excited for these cards. Like, I don't even care which one they pull. I just want to pull them all. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's another thing. Um, <clears throat> I was, and this is, I haven't gotten to meet her yet. And is this, is this Chandelure? That is the, yeah, that is Chandelure. Um, it just looks different, but. I don't recognize her. I would assume it's from Legends Arceus. I, maybe, I don't. Maybe it's like post game or something. I'm not sure. I I've made it pretty far into the game. Uh, I haven't beaten it yet, but I'm very close to beating it, and I don't remember her. So I don't know if if, if you know who she is, let us know down below. Um, if not, you know, yeah, it's no big deal. Mysterious but, Ghost Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but she's uh she's clearly um, a bookworm. She's studying. She's got a bunch of books uh, open down below. She's up on the shelf looking at other books in a library. Um, so she's clearly one of those smart people. Um, card looks really cool. Um, so yeah, I, I highly doubt this is going to be a chase card for anyone, but, uh, nice then, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely artistic. They dropped a Verizian complete drop, uh, in my opinion, compared to the character cards. <laughs> I'm going to look at this, uh, Verizian as like the Persian that typically they throw in like every third set. And you're going to be like, I don't oh want this card. God. Unbroken bonds. I'll never, right. never forget that set. Um, this Vespiquin looks really cool. Uh, it's coming I, wish, at you. I wish they would have done that in like a full art card. That like that could have been a cool full or um, alternate art. Yeah, this Vespiquin uh, is just cutting through like brush or something, if you will, and it looks like it's about to kill you, probably. Oh my! Yes, it is. That for those of you who don't know, Vespiquin <clears throat> is like my favorite bug ever, Pokemon. Like I would Why? choose Vespiquin over Scyther ten out of ten times. Ew. Yeah, I mean, look at it. You want you don't want to have that on your team. You'd rather go against that with a Scyther. I'm sorry, she's gonna murder your Scyther and your family. With what? I I mean, take your pick. Her claws, her teeth. She's got. Do you like, not realize what Scyther gem. has as as arms? Yeah, I, she ain't scared of that. I ain't afraid of Scyther either. Bro, all I right. got a Vespiquen uh, anyway. Uh. <laughs> Then, you know, the pre-evolution, you got this uh, super cute combi, I guess. Yeah. Oh, terrifying. This little thing is a pain <laughs> in the butt to find, though. And in the games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. this is a pretty cute little, like, combi card, to be honest. There's two more in the background. You got the I three mean, different like faces. <laughs> they really encapsulated how happy and, like, cute it is. Uh, speaking of badass Pokemon, yeah. uh, Scyther literally just demolishing grass you know teaching that grass, <laughs> grass. who's lesson yeah teach that grass who's boss you're um, you're a pokemon lawnmower <laughs> it, it looks like another scene right out of the game um it does i will say got, this artwork is sweet though <laughs> i think that's akari isn't yeah, it yeah that's the the female assistant so that's it looks like akari possibly trying to catch a scyther yeah maybe 
Um, can't say for sure, but it looks really cool. Um, and it, man, the, just the artwork, the background to it all is just so gorgeous too. Like I love yeah, they, the art style of this. They really took um, the time with these to really like try to basically take a picture, like a snapshot of the game, but captured in a more artistic look, not just like a you know three D like whatever. Oh yeah. Um, they did a good job with these. They are doing the game. Cleavor, <laughs> Cleavor here, looking like an absolute maniac that he is. Um, <clears throat> I'm not surprised that they would give more of the Hisui region Pokemon, like, you know, love. Uh, but this one, it's him, like, doing some sort of, I don't know, destruction, I guess. He, you know, he um, kind of reminds me just the way his stance and the way he looks. Um, Mustard from Sword and Shield. Like, he's got that crazy look in his eye. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mustard does when he's striking or something. <laughs> But I will say, I, I'm kind of disappointed that it's only a hollow card. Like, Cleaver was such a good Pokemon. Like, he was such a menace and a force to be reckoned with in the game. And it's just like, he's just a hollow. It is kind of goofy, because you figure they gave Garchomp this character card, but then well, also Garchomp got its own actual card, too. Well, and, and don't mistake that as he's not going to he, he could be cleveland true, could have true. a v card coming out and a, maybe even a v star that we don't know of yet but so far only seeing that as a character card and then a, as a regular hollow makes me tend to believe that it's not going to come out in a hyper rare yeah i can't imagine they would give it uh, a hollow and that as well um maybe maybe who knows yeah but here you got um weird ear which once is, again um, it's weird for sure. <laughs> it looks like another hollow. Um, <clears throat> the weirder they give it more like majestic stances. You know what I mean? Because I mean that's kind of the you know the lure of it in the game too. Yeah. Um, so it's not that surprising. Um, but yeah, this is just weirder standing in the forest, kind of just like looking majestic and whatnot. I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, he's then you got Stantlers. <clears throat> Uh, just, you know, some Stantlers grazing in the field. Um, then you've got Milk Tank for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I don't even think Milk Tank is, is in the game. I was going to say, and they gave it a hollow. <laughs> not, not Might not be the first sure. time ever, actually, Milk Tank's been a yeah. since Neo. <laughs> Milk Tank is cool. I'm not really a huge fan. Uh, they got this pot of honey. I, I really don't know what it is. I'm assuming it's a pot of honey. Yeah, it looks like it might recover some HP or something. I'm not sure. I can't remember what his name is. This is the... Uh, Kamado. Yeah, the commander person yep. of the Hisui, whatever. Um, and then there's the Verizian, and I think... that. Oh, no. Yeah, that's that's everything, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't drop any more sparkling Pokemon, but, you know... We'll, probably, we we'll probably see one more drop before the set releases. Oh, 100%. Get some more. I can't imagine this is it. I think it's crazy to me because, like, looking at this game or, you know, this these cards and the game, it's just kind of crazy that it's like there's so much to what Arceus is doing. Like, granted, I know they created these cards before they created the game. Like, clearly. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know. I just – it would be kind of cool to know, like – you know, how much of the hype from the game is also going to affect things going forward, you know, because 
you know, we, like we speculated last week, basically what they could do from the gaming side of things and how crazy that could be. And I think that will be crazy. I think going forward, this game is going to set the pace. Like, oh yeah, if if they came out with, let's just say, right, they were coming out with a new region, a whole new game, the end of this year, and it was anything like even Sword and Shield, we would look at that as a downgrade. Um, I think going forward, they have to approach having this level of open world going forward, like no matter what. I think anything under that is going to be, unless they're doing a remake and they're trying to do a close to realistic remake, like like what they did with Diamond and Pearl, or <clears throat> Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Yeah, like if they do that type of nod and just kind of make like those game enhancements and stuff, yeah, then that's a little different. I mean, don't get me wrong; I don't think they're going to go back to the eight bit style or sixteen bit style or anything like that. I think that'd be kind of dumb. I think. I think this was a step up from Sword and Shield, like the same, in, you know, using the same type of engine and mechanic and stuff. I think you're going to see more of Sword and Shield style for the next gen game because I don't think they would want to make. Here, here's my thoughts and my opinions on where the series is going, okay? Let's hear I it. think you're going to have your two different, like, video game series now i think you're gonna get your regular gens so gen 9 coming out next and then i think you're gonna get another legends insert mythical here you know mew jirachi whoever i don't think they want to make both games look or feel the exact same because then it might feel like you're just rehashing like you're not improving anything you're just reusing your your content to make two games out of one type thing whether or not the storylines are completely different or not, you know? Um, I mean, think about it. How, how many people complained about, you know, how... With how vastly different Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was from um, Sword and Shield, but because they were both, you know, like more open world, but people still complained because they weren't, like, open world enough. And it's... I don't foresee them wanting to make these two separate games in the same style. You know, I think yeah, the ne- I th- Gen Nine is going to continue <clears throat> on where Sword and Shield left off in terms of graphics and gameplay, and then the next Legends whatever game will have this similar style to it. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a. Uh, I don't know. It's so tough because, like, I was listening, uh, listening to the Shadowless podcast and Jordan and Nate and Danny talk about this too. And it's kind of the same thing. Like I think, I think legends of Arceus is, it's so like crazy for what they've achieved. I mean, and, and you know, Jordan and his, if you listen to it, he made a good point. And just to summarize is basically Pokemon for as long as it's been around has been a very slowly evolving game, mm-hmm. you know? So like, for how long it took for them to go from the 8-bit top-down style view to basically even Sword and Shield took them, I mean, shoot, like, what, 20 years? You know, 19 years? And, you know, I I get that, obviously, you know, technology, this, that, and the other, but, like, when you think about, like, how crazy stuff evolved for, like, Grand Theft Auto, even, you know what I mean? Like, it went to basically just them enhancing the, the, uh, the mechanics and the, and the graphics for the most part, but they were able to get like 
the mechanics and stuff, you know, evolve quickly. And same thing with all your other games, you know. I don't know. I I could see that being the case, like, you know, what Ren said. The idea that maybe they keep the main series games. Like, who knows? I don't, I don't think they're going to come out with a new game this year. I could be wrong. I kind of think that'd be silly since they just released the remakes and then Legends of Arceus this year. Um, I think they would probably wait until 2023. I could see them doing DLC, like we speculated. Mm-hmm. I think DLC is not out of the question at all. How they do it, I'm not 100% convinced yet, um, but we'll see, because there is that Nintendo Direct this month. They might hint at it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they have a specific Pokemon Direct set up yet um, to announce anything, so we'll see. But I, I could definitely see there being a DLC released later this mo- or later this year. Um I just don't know if I think it'll be released for Diamond and Pearl or for Legend of Arceus. I think we're gonna get we're gonna get at least one DLC for Legends Arceus, and I think it's gonna be summertime because it's the newest mm. game. I don't see what they could I don't see what they could do for Diamond and Pearl <clears throat> unless they gave us DLC that made things more platinum like. But at that point, it's like you're. I don't know. It's almost you. You've already if you've played and beaten the game, you've almost already played through a lot of what Platinum had to offer. Not saying that it's everything, but <clears throat> so I don't know what they could do for Diamond and Pearl um, for DLC. But I, I still think there's a chance that we might get Gen Nine at the end of the year. But I think it's contingent on if whatever they show this month with um, the Nintendo Direct. If we don't see any hints about Gen 9 in this Direct, I don't think we're going to get Gen 9 this year. I I just don't see it. I think... I, I feel like it would hinder Legends Arceus too much. Now, that... Obviously, you figure if it comes out, it would come out in, like, a November time frame. And by then, you figure this game will be, like, 10 months old. So... You know, most people who are going to have played it will have played it. I mean, they put out the numbers, and I think they said this game sold like 6.12 million copies in the first week. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. By no means is that like like crazy, crazy record-breaking. Like, I just was curious and looked up some games, you know, their top well, sales. That puts it as number two um, for the first week in well, sales. <clears throat> for Pokemon, right? For Pokemon, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I looked it up and just kind of was curious how it compared all time with games. And of course, maybe the stats aren't fully updated, so there's that. Because, you know, the difference nowadays is it's kind of like album sales. You know, back in like 2008, album sales were a big thing. Now, it's not kind of the same because most people don't buy physical albums. They buy, you know, like uh, digital albums. Mm -hmm. And it's harder to track that stuff. Plus, you can copy music and, you know, it's all a thing. But um, still, six point, like something million copies in one week that's absolutely bananas i mean that's a lot for six for a 60 dollar game just doing some quick math here right that's 6.1 well let me six one times we'll just we'll just say the average price we'll say 55 dollars that's 335 million dollars do you like that's you know that that's that's crazy uh, I I don't know. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I you know, uh, and I know there's more copies. Yeah, I know there's gonna be more copies to be purchased. 
I think this could very well become one of those like best selling of all time for Pokemon, just because of how revolutionary this game is. Um, that being said, though, I think I don't know. I I, I don't know what they're going to do as far as the games. I think I think there's a good chance you're right, Ren, that they take and basically make the games separate. Um, they leave, you know, whatever Gen Nine comes out. Uh, that is like its own type of entity, and it kind of because honestly, when you think about it, like. Sword and Shield was still kind of revolutionary. They had the uh, what's that called the the wild area. They had yeah. you know um, they had like the more kind of free roam. It was almost open world, except you know from area to area you still had to load. Unlike Legends of Arceus for the most part. So I don't know. It's a uh, it's possible that they <clears throat> um, it's possible that they keep them separate and make them not quite the same, you know, uh, that way you just know that there's a difference. The one thing I would be interested in, I can't see them not creating a series out of this, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm 100%. Just, I'm just curious what legend you focus on, because from my understanding, Arceus is like God. Mm -hmm. So there shouldn't, in theory, be anything more powerful. Well, it doesn't have to... So. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give it away for those who haven't played or made it very far into the game, but th there's different, I, I can think of some different creative ways they can do other games. So like, let's just say they take a trip back to Kanto and they do Legends of Mew. It could be, think about when you played Red and Blue and you watched the uh, anime, or it was the, uh, the, the first movie, Pokemon the first movie. They, I mean, they already alluded to how Mew was, like, this ancient Pokemon, and, you know, Mew mm. 2, they did the whole, like, lab experiment thing. Like, there could be a game based on, like, Kanto when it was still being developed as, you know, a civilization, <clears throat> and what role Mew played in that, and finding Mew, or helping Mew through something, or, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like they could take it in a lot of different directions and all of them would be good. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. I just, I don't know, I guess, because I'm thinking of it from like, a, I guess to call this legends of Arceus, it's, it's so much, uh, I guess more grand, you know, whereas like, let's just say they had done like legends of, uh, Palkia and Dialga. Then it's like, okay, you're kind of in that legendary mythical realm of, any one of those regions then has the same type of thing. So you could choose those same ones. I well, still think they'll every do region that. Has I just, it'll be too. interesting to see. Well, yeah, it's just, I mean, like, how does, how do, how do Mew and or Mewtwo compare to Arceus? Like, theoretically, if Arceus is like the keeper of time and space. Well, you know, Arceus is, like you said, like the god of Pokemon, right? And the creator of all things. But Mew is the is the DNA of all Pokemon, right? So it's True, like I guess. the first Pokemon, essentially. I mean, I feel like they have a lot of room to play with on that. And, and this is, I guess, this is the thing, though, is it's not even meant to be a competitive thing, like, in the sense of, like, Arceus versus Mew. And that's the only thing that's weird in my mind. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, everything is, like, just comparable, I guess, in my mind. Even if it's apples and oranges. So it's like... Look, it doesn't even, so in my mind, anyway, it doesn't even have to be, like, this grand thing of, like, 
like you said, this is the legends of Arceus, and it seems like it's you know you're taking on this huge undertaking. And <clears throat> I would personally simply love games, ba- even if it was like you know Legends of Mew, Legends of Victini, whatever, just to have this like historical background and storyline to like how these regions came to be, how they got to the way they are. I, like I'm a huge history nerd. That's I love. I geek out about that kind of stuff. So naturally, like seeing Legend Arceus and that it was like prehistoric, essentially, you know, Sinnoh, and it, that like that definitely tickled my fancy. So even if they made a game for every region, just based on how that region came to be, and how those mythical Pokemon in those regions, you know, came to be. Or what they were doing, or, you know, like, why they were so important to the region. Like, why is Mew important to the Kanto region? And mm. made, like, a nice storyline about it. And imagine if they, a little side side street here, imagine if they made it where Mew lived under a truck as part of the game. You know? Yeah. Like, shout out to the, the red and blue days. <laughs> you know, it would be interesting, too, if they also added in, like, if they did that, right? Like... And did it a combination of, like, because of Mew, how did they basically create the Mewtwo and all that kind of stuff? I mean, there's so much stuff they could do with it. And honestly, I think... I think... I think it'll be interesting to see how this also affects things going forward, just even from a TCG perspective, because... I mean, the Pokemon Center... Or Pokemon Center. Pokemon Realm is getting kind of crazy with everything they're dropping, because, I mean, like, next, right? Um... They're dropping this uh, this <clears throat> Pokemon Go series, uh, which I think is just set right now. It's in Japan, um, set for uh, what is it? Summer of twenty twenty two. I don't know. Right here it says June seventeenth, um, but it says summer twenty twenty two, and it's a it's a whole Pokemon Go set. You know, um, I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to be like a big set. It says 71 cards plus however many secret rares. Uh, you One booster box is 20 packs. Uh, one pack can include six cards. Two mirror foil cards are always included in one pack. One of the mirror foil cards is a basic energy card. So, you know, it, it it's like, I don't think this obviously directly relates to Legends of Arceus, but stuff like this, I think, it, it, it'll have, I think, the ability with taking the gaming side of things, right, and like really implementing it into these things because honestly it's like I think the two are coinciding so well but also like can mesh really well too and I'm just kind of excited because like I thought I know there's a bunch of fakes which I think you have fake Pokemon Go cards right yeah so I have some of these <laughs> fake Pokemon Go cards right here um yeah i'll take one out so we can look at it as we talk too but um these i got quite a long time ago and i knew they were fake back when i bought them because they're obviously not a real thing (laughs) i mean like look at that pattern and it's they do look really cool though it's straight up just a screenshot of like somebody caught this vulpix (laughs) just screenshot and slapped on it like look it's it's half cut off down here and everything but yeah 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 they didn't um, even fit it i mean they're they're very <laughs> clear fakes you know but it was a it was a fun concept when you know like i saw them so i was like you know they're all like 50 cents let me buy a little box of these you know 
right. Um, I I just I don't know how they're gonna differentiate these cards from the Pokemon Go set from regular sets because if you think about it, unless it says like Pokemon Go as like a stamp on it or something, there's no real different way. Like, what are they gonna do? Take you know screenshots of the game like these fake ones did, or are <clears> they gonna you know have like AR photos of people in real life taking pictures of them. Because, I mean, like, essentially right now, everybody's kind of laughing at this as a joke, which, personally, I think it's a cool concept. Um, I gotta see, I wanna see what they do with it, but it's it's basically a meme because people are saying that, you know, Pokemon's making it an official fake set now, you know? So yeah. it's like... And, and that's the thing. I think, personally, right, they're gonna take the concept of, like, the AR, the... Uh, like it kind of, so I'm, I'm looking and kind of just like basing these opinions off of what we're looking at on the screen here. So this is a picture of the actual box, the booster box that you would get. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine this is an actual stock photo. Uh, and then beside it is a, pe- a picture of the pack art. It's like the same exact thing. Um, so you see like a Pokestop, you've got Mewtwo, you've got a uh, Larvitar, or is it Larvitar? Yes, Larvitar. Yeah, that's Larvitar. Um, Pikachu, Blissey, so on and so forth. Um but like, because if you look at them, they're all just 3D models, which, I mean, they well, are. Some of them are. I mean, like, the Blissey is, like, on top of a gym. Uh, the Larvitar is eating a berry. A berry yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of think that you are basically, you're probably going to see, like, almost in-game moments. Um, and they might, I almost wonder if this is going to be, like, actual playable set or more just, like, collectible set. I mean, I'd imagine they have to be playable, right? Because, I mean, do they really make cards that aren't playable, you know? And um, Some of the special sets <clears throat> they do, like the holiday set, like, I don't... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Dragon Majesty's you could, but, um, like, Celebrations, you couldn't use any of the classic collections, which was half the set, you know? You could only right. use the, the regular set. So, I mean, like, they do make cards that aren't playable in the TCG, but they're typically special... I just I don't know. I feel like this is more of an appeal. And there's so for those of you um, who are interested in seeing, they have actual uh, commercials or whatever, like the releaser, yeah, like a trailer, release videos or whatever trailers. Um, so if you want to go check that out, you could probably go to like their Twitter or even YouTube to uh, to check that out, and you'll find it. But I don't know. It's just funny to me because they're they're really playing on the. Like, the heartstrings of, like, I mean, Pokemon Go, to me, right, was, like, one of the big reasons why I got back into Pokemon. Like, I've always been a fan of Pokemon. But there was a long spell of, like, basically, you know, obviously games come out every couple years. I didn't always buy the games. I would, you know, whatever. So, Pokemon Go came out. It's a free game. And so, uh, you know, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it, you know, got really into it. I know that was, like, one of the biggest spikes in pokemon interest like in history mm-hmm. um especially in recent history yep. i know all of us here at the podcast have played it zen is probably the biggest hater for it um <laughs> you know i don't know why he hates on the game so much but whatever uh they, they've made some questionable decisions recently but i do think this is yeah. probably going to spark more interest um this is probably one of those like you scratch our back we'll scratch your back type of situations so, and i definitely think that's know. what they're trying to do too they're trying to bring more interest back into the game i mean think about it they've already pokemon has invested themselves into this niantic game like they have they've they've gone in on it so 
it's only in their their interest to bring popularity back to the game that is in my opinion kind of dying it's not really yeah. dying but it's people are losing interest in pokemon go a lot i i so me i know ren is a pretty big player sudom was a really big player i say um, was, I, I don't really play much anymore i maybe get well, on like every other day or so so i'm the kind of person i probably check about daily now and i don't do much i just you know do my daily tasks and stuff i you know, if it's community day, I catch a couple of Pokemon, try to get a couple of shinies and move on. I used to be really, really gung-ho. Like, you can ask Allie if she's in the chat. She'll probably tell you. I was the type of person I would drag her downtown. I would make her play with me. I've seen your videos, Ren. I know you did the same to your <laughs> wife. Um, so, I you know. I guilty uh, as charged. I used to have multiple accounts that I liked doing that for just because I was so obsessive over this type of stuff. I wasn't a big person with dropping money into the game, but... Otherwise, I was really big into it. You know, I like going to the downtown local events and stuff like that. It was really fun. Um, I don't like a lot of the decisions they made recently. Part of it is also where I live now. Keeps that from being, like, really a thing. Um, so I just, you know, I don't play it like I used to. Um, I knew the day was going to come eventually. You know, you're not going to be into a game forever. Yeah. Um, but this is, I think, one of those situations where they're going to try to push people to get back into the game. Um, and it could, you know, draw new people into the game, like people who weren't that into it to try it again. Who knows? I mean, I could see that if this is a successful set, them trying to do more, like almost like every year, like a, you know, little Pokemon Go spinoff set. Who knows? I mean, yeah. this is another thing where, if you recall, way, way back in the day when Pokemon Snap originally came out, when we were kids, <laughs> you could submit, and I don't know how they did it because I didn't know about it until more recently, you could submit pictures from what you took in the game and i guess they made some of these cards some of, i mean they're really expensive cards now a raw like i know gyarados is one of them pikachu's one of them uh where they only made like 20 of them and a raw card like not graded goes for like five thousand dollars so the rarity on them is insane they could totally do that here you know what i mean like that is something that could actually happen but you will know, they i don't know but see, I have my doubts. It's a great concept. I think it would be fantastic if they did that. But I have my doubts, namely because we got Pokemon Snap 2, right? Last year. Hmm. Great. It was a great game. It had a lot of capabilities. But Pokemon never did anything with it. Like, they could have easily started you making... don't know that they won't, though. That's the thing. But why would they, why would they do it... <clears throat> you know, a year or two after the game has already come out. and like, I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people have lost it's, their interest in Pokemon Snap 2 now. Like, we've so, moved on to new games. Po yes, yes, I, I agree, right? And, alright, so huge advocate for Pokemon Snap. I also think they should remake Pokemon Stadium. I think that would be an awesome concept for I what we have now. From a, from a video game, like a competitive video game standpoint, what better game? But whatever. Um... Pokemon Snap, I think, was awesome. It's just, it's unfortunately one of those things where it's kind of like playing the base games without having the tradeability, the battle ability, any of that, like, interactive, like, online thing. And so it makes those type of games, you beat it, and you're done. Um, there's little side quests you can do in the game. They're really not, like, they're kind of cool. It's just, it's not the same as, like, doing everything in Legends of Arceus or Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl or, you know, Sword and Shield or whatever. Those games have 
some sustainability in that they've released new Pokemon, shiny variants. They you can still trade, you can fill out the Pokédex, whatever. Um, that type of thing I think makes a game last. Whereas like you know, st- like Stadium probably if they dropped it, it wouldn't last that long because you're just battling most likely. Yeah. Um, same thing with Snap. Cool concept. I do think they could release some sort of thing where it's like, hey, come out with your most creative photos or whatever, or we'll we'll go through because you can submit these online and, you know, uh, I think you had like sweetness points you could get for voting for people's um, and most of them are Badoof, stuff like that. But like they might have like the top 10 best photos that are friendly, you know, uh, and, you know, submit those for cards. Who knows? I mean, they totally could. I do agree that they probably would have already announced it being as the game is almost a year old now um i think it'll be a year old in april if i'm not mistaken um but you know we're only two months from now so we're only we're only two months from that i kind of don't think it's going to happen i'm just saying they could have but they could totally do that with snap going forward uh or not snap uh pokemon Pokemon go Go. i think you would also have a bigger variety of audience too that would do that you know yeah i think you're right on that there's definitely a bigger audience for pokemon go that that would do it I mean, there's a there's a large community of people out there that that's what they do is they just go around and take, you know, these really like pro level photos of their Pokemon in the real 100%. atmosphere, you know. But at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking they have their Illustrator series that they do every year. They have that competition where you draw a card and like the top ten cards get made or uh, top ten pictures get made into cards. Hmm. So it's just like. Why haven't they done something like that for the video game series? You know, like, for Snap, for Pokemon Go. I mean, Pokemon Go's had AR capabilities for a few years now. I I will say the Pokemon Go one I am surprised on, considering how long they could have been doing that for. But I would say the only difference is that's a... a, 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 uh, God, I can't think of the thing. That That is a... A thing where Niantic is the owner of Pokemon Go, and I would assume pays royalties or whatever to Pokemon. I don't know how that fully works, but you know they have to buy the rights to obviously the name and stuff. Whereas in this case, well, Pokemon I mean, Snap is Pokemon. So I, I, right, I'm just it, saying it, I feel like there's maybe logistical things that would have to be worked out. I don't know. I mean, they're making a TCG set on Pokemon Go cards already, so it's. Obviously you say not, already, but you figure that took six years. Right, but I mean, that's obviously not too big of a hurdle for them to overcome, you know? So All I'm saying, buddy, is it's it could be in the works, man. <laughs> it could right, be in the works. You're right. Look, we don't... we Pokemon Company International, they're, they're hard to read sometimes, and what is coming out and what, you know, they think is the future, because... I mean, there's already been snippets of, you know, insider information that said back in 2016, when Pokemon Go first released, they already had the designs for raids, which was something they were working on for Sword and Shield at that time for the Gigantamax Dynamax, but they just didn't know how to implement it. So Pokemon Go did it first. (coughs) So, I mean, that's how far out into the future they're really, I mean, they're a few years in, you know, ahead of in thinking. So we this don't know what's coming up, you know, like we don't know what the mind of Pokemon <clears throat> is, is doing right now, but you know, still six years into the game and they're just now making a TCG set. Like I know they're doing it to try to revive interest in Pokemon Go. That's why they're doing it. 
Snap does not have that gameplay longevity that Pokemon Go does, nor does it have that interactive component like you had stated earlier, too. So there's probably less interest as a whole for them to do it. But it's just like, man, there's some there's a lot of missed opportunities there, you know, but. You know, Pokemon Go said it's going to be really cool to see what they do for it, um, what the cards look like. Like, I'm really, I'm really curious to see what the cards are going to look like. I I'm very intrigued for one based on the style, but also based on the uh, the like which Pokemon they include, uh, just all that kind of stuff. Because there's so many things that they could do with this and. It's, it's so up in the air at the moment. Um, you know, do they focus on AR style? Do they focus on including everything that's in the game? Like, is one of them going to be, you know, a raid Pokemon? Like, all kinds of stuff. I don't know. And wasn't that a thing? Eventually, wasn't there supposed to be some sort of raid Pokemon in the TCG? What do you mean, you remember, like, raid? <clears throat> so, I could be totally wrong, but I could have sworn at least a couple couple years ago they had talked about there being a card. It was almost like the V Union cards, except for not the V Union cards. Conceptually, the idea was you would go to these battles, like, oh and yeah, the I professor do. would have like a yes. big ass card. It was it was a gigantic yeah Gigantamax Pikachu yeah. or whatever they had, and I do remember that now. And I'm assuming the pandemic ruined that because it was an interactive thing. Yeah, but I'm just curious whatever happened card to that. shops. That's actually really good. I I had forgotten about that, but I I think the V Union thing is what kind of took that concept over. Because I think you know, V whatever. Union is know. what like the the child of what that idea was. I don't know. Maybe we'll see that pop up again whenever the pandemic is over. You know, I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Like I said, I maybe we can get some confirmation. Um, maybe if we figured it out by now. By the time this airs, we'll be telling you guys in the premiere chat. Um, otherwise, if anybody knows, you know, let us down, know down below. Yeah, I mean, but, that's typical Cardboard Addicts podcast fashion, that right after we talk about a set that's releasing and they just announce tidbits, they release more. So, yeah, yes, they, they very well might do that while we're recording this. Um, but moving on, one little thing I wanted to touch on. I know we didn't really want to speak on it too, too much. Um, but as we all know, uh, Leonhart got a bunch of flack for his... Uh, his 90s pop-up shop, and yep. he has issued a statement, and there's also a video as well. We won't play the video if you want to watch it. It's uh, it's about a nine-minute video of him just kind of talking about things. Yeah. But the post here says, hey, everyone, I've been taking the past day to take in all the constructive criticism from over the weekend, and I wanted to thank everyone that shared great input on things that logistically could have gone better from the pop-up shop. While I also have a video coming this week, which will be discussing how the pop-up went, which I think is what he's talking about that he already released. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, which will be the first video back from the pop-up uh, <clears throat> that he, he's done. I wanted to initially let you all know uh, that for those who did not have a good time at the v- event due to the logistics done through the venue, that I'm very sorry that happened to you. I accept full responsibility in making sure I listen to you so that I understand what went wrong and make sure it doesn't happen again. While I'll be discussing stuff more in a video soon, I wanted to initially come out ahead of time to say thank you for understanding, and I'm very sorry about any troubles that you had at the event. Um, I thought this was a you know well-written 
I'm going to call it an apology. Uh, it's basically what he's doing. And he's basically just saying that uh, he wants you to know, which he, again, if you watch the video, I watched the whole thing. Um, he basically tells you that he realizes there's things that could have gone better. There's things that should have gone better, so on and so forth. And that uh, he plans to take that into consideration for the next ones going forward, which is what we all said when we first reviewed this. What was it mm -hmm. last week? Yep. Um, just that obviously when you first put on an event, especially an event of this type of magnitude, you cannot count on just getting it 100% perfect off the bat. Like, it's just not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Even if you could get it to go as 100% correct as you wanted it to, there's always ways to improve it. And if you ever look at things as not being improvable, then you're looking at it wrong. There's always a way to improve things. Yeah. Um, the other thing to consider, though, is also that, um, and I know that some of the concerns were very legit, you know, the wait times were long. Uh, I heard there was a, a problem with, like, pack selections and price points, stuff like that. You're also still always going to get feedback from people that are absolutely, like, left field, you know? Um, someone who's going to argue that there should have been even more pack selection or something, right? And it's, like, stuff that would have been laid out for you probably in the disclaimers and stuff. I could be wrong, and I'm not saying anyone did that. I'm just saying that... You know, when you have these type of events and there's so many people involved, I imagine there was thousands of people who went. So you're going to get feedback that doesn't really make sense, you know, and I'm sure that's something that he has to probably weed through. And that's got to be annoying. Um, but I think he's making a good claim to basically address that going forward. So hopefully he actually does. Yeah, I mean, uh, he needed to acknowledge people because, I mean, there, there was a good amount of people crying out. You know, saying how long they waited and all that, but I, I think you know, and he realizes this too. But people have to keep in mind that you're going to have people that have a good time no matter what, so they're always going to diminish mm -hmm. the thoughts of those who are you know aren't having a good time. You're always going to have people that have a bad time no matter what happens. So you're going to have pessimists versus optimists. Yeah, you're you're going to have those people that <laughs> complain about it. Oh my God, the AC wasn't on high enough, or it was on too high. You know, it wasn't. It was dry. I wore heels and I had to stand around for hours and I didn't think about that and that's his fault, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I had a bad hair day and, you know, I went in there and people saw me that, like, there's always going to be people that complain, right? And then, like I said, there's always going to be people that see the good and everything. But he did the best he could from my perspective, given what was happening, because he announced, didn't he announce this, like, right at the start of the pandemic that he wanted to do a 90s pop-up shop. <clears throat> yeah, I want to say around that time uh, was when he wanted to, and then, of course, everything the, shut yeah, down. Yeah, the so pandemic happened, and then, yeah, it's just like, well, okay, well, now... And it, I think he had considered doing a um, a uh, virtual one, but I think he probably highly considered, A, how unfun that is, B, how, like, the bot could be a thing... And then probably see also the scalping. So the idea that like yeah. there's no insurance of you opening the packs and you know making money off of them and you know theft from the mail and stuff like that. So he yeah. I think really wanted to also I think he also really wanted that fan interaction. Um, yeah, and that well, from go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say with <laughs> Leonhard, he's a he's community driven. Right, so he really wanted that community involvement in one place and to do all that, and you just you don't get that if you don't have the people there in person. Mm. So, and, and one of the things I know we all complained about it, and I say complain. 
I think it would have been cool if we could have seen the background stuff while it was happening. I still, I still think that next year or this year, or I guess next year, whenever he does it, he should do a website for it. Not on YouTube. Not to say he can't also have it on YouTube, but like have a website set up where it's like basically you can click on and have different selections of camera angles and stuff, right? The reason I say that is I think it would be a lot cooler to see the background stuff. I want to see him walking around to the crowd and, and Nate and Danny and whoever else is there talking to the crowd and stuff because the one thing I can't attest to is I went to Pokemon Worlds in 2019, right? Huge flex, I know. But uh, <laughs> the last. But one when I, I went, heard. right, they um, – they, so him, Nate, Danny, they were all there. Uh, Jordan Fringe was there. Uh, I know there was a bunch – like Ando was there, right? All these people did pretty good at staying out in the public, right? Um, now, I think Na- Nanny, Nate, Danny, <laughs> uh, Lee and Hart, they weren't invited guests. I think they came out on their own. I could be wrong. I know Ando was brought out because he was a part of the Pokemon Go thing. Why he was a part of the Pokemon Go thing, I'm not sure. <laughs> Whatever. <Right. laughs> um, but Story for a different uh, But, you know, I think... I honestly like. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of stalked Nate and Danny and uh, Leonhart because I wanted to. I wanted to meet them. I am a very shy person. Uh, I don't know if that's like if you can capture that from our, our talks here, but I, when it comes to meeting people in person, especially someone I've never met, I don't like that stuff. I hate having to do that. Um, so my friend who was with me the whole time was literally just like, "Oh my god, you're being a child about this. Like, let's just go say hi." And I'm like, "I can't. Like, I just can't walk up and be like, hi," you know. Um, so when I say I stalked them, I don't like literally mean like stalk, but like, you know, the, the venue was big. It was multi-story venue, but most of the action was upstairs besides the, uh, Pokemon center that was downstairs and the Pokemon center downstairs had a massive line tied to it. So you were either like, Oh, I'm going to miss everything that's happening in the venue or I'm not. And I think most of us chose not to miss it and to go to the, uh, to the, uh, Pokemon center later, um, because, you know, I mean, they had special stuff, but it was stuff that's, you know, like just themes. So, like, you know, the Pikachu theme for the Pokemon worlds. And it's like they're not going to run out, you know. Um, you hope. But, like, everywhere <laughs> I went, right, they were there. Like, you know, they, they were checking out different, uh, vent, or not venues, but vendors. Um, they were around. Oh, sorry. Um, they weren't, like, hiding out in the background somewhere, um, you know, like. They're, they're normal people, right? They, they made themselves available. If you wanted to come up and say hi, you had the chance. Um, they, you know, I'm sure they took bathroom breaks and, you know, to go get like a bite to eat and stuff. But otherwise, I mean, they were there the whole time. So in his video, when he talks about basically when you don't see me on the camera, I'm out talking to the, you know, to the crowd and like just making sure everything's going well and all that kind of stuff. I believe him because I think, I mean, honestly, to him, this is for real. He wants that fan interaction. I think him and Nate and Danny and all these people really get like a lot of enjoyment out of meeting us. You know, I mean, not not to you know focus it so much on like a monetary thing, but when you think about it, if they don't, if if we don't care to see them, then they're probably not making money anyways. You know, right. but on top of that, I think it's it's a hobby that we all enjoy, and it's like a lifelong hobby for pretty much all of us, or for most of us anyways. Even if you just got into it, it's really not a big deal, but. It's like when we were probably in like that middle school range and, you know, obviously we're all different ages, um, but like 10, 15 years ago, right? You're just, you're done being like, like in my case, I guess I was in that middle school range roughly. Being a big Pokemon fan would probably be considered like nerdy, 
and not super socially acceptable, you know? Um, which is probably why I wasn't as big of a fan. Like, I still played the games. I just didn't buy cards and stuff. It also helped that I was broke, so, you know, couldn't, you know, afford same, the cards. Same, man, but, same. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't going around, like, rocking a Pokemon book bag, a Pokemon hat, and, like, you know, all this stuff. I probably would have been like, ah, eh, you know, like it's probably not as socially acceptable as you would think. Nowadays, though, there's a lot of people who do that, and it's, honestly, it's, like, almost like uplifting to see people like you know so much love for anime in general now mm-hmm. like the world is literally just like anime like this is awesome you know the world sucks but anime is great um yeah. <laughs> and and so i think you know these guys really all enjoy that and they enjoy getting to talk to us about it they enjoy getting to know who your favorite pokemon is you know what games you got into blah 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 like they all play all this stuff they all you know i think the only ones that like you know the only thing they're not really into is like pokemon go i know nate plays I don't think I think Danny kind of plays too, but even like it's 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 like such a moot point, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just these people really want us to come and meet them and stuff when we can. Um completely from non-financial viewpoint. Like right. <clears throat> I think they're, they're in it for the community. That's what it is. Yeah. And so if you watch his video, um I don't know if you have Ren, but it's you can tell he's really upset that there's a lot of negative feedback and i think it's you know i'm sure to a degree he probably heard some of the chatter there too and stuff but i think it's one of those things he's he's really going to try to look for like look towards making this better going yeah. forward well, um i don't see I mean, why he would it's like he said you know he's taken in all the criticism he's taken in all the feedback and he's gonna use that to improve on the next one and i i wholeheartedly believe that he means that too mm-hmm. um one thing that I wish people would understand, though, I think one of the biggest complaints that I heard was that he was nowhere to be found. And I mean, granted, he, there was a long stretch of time from us watching from our, our houses, you know, that you didn't see him on camera or anything. And like you said, a camera following around or showing the crowd or whatever could be a, a big boost on that. But people got to remember, like, the difference between this pop-up shop and you know, Collecticon or whatever the con was that you, you went to, he put this on. He was in charge of this one. He was directing, you know, which way things go and flow. You know, he had to make sure the logistics of everything was going according to plan. Whereas the other one in 2019, like you said, he just showed up. He wasn't, he wasn't like a part of it. He wasn't, you know, helping host it. So he was available to do all that stuff. And something like this, you got to think, unless he really gets like a dedicated team to run it all and he has somebody in charge of everything, he's got to start, he's got to be the one that makes decisions on certain things. I'm sure he was part of the decision making and be like, oh, instead of going person to person with the camera when they open cars, let's just do tables at a time because it's going too slow, yeah. you know, and things like that. And it's like, he's got to be back there making those decisions instead of being out on the floor with people. And let's be real. It's like you said, he's a community man. He wants to be out there with the people, but it's his show to run too, you know? I think, yeah, it, it's got to be hard to be in his position with that. It's your first go, you know? Um, I'm sure he had a lot of insight with stuff. I'm sure, you know, Nate and Danny were there, you know, to also kind of help with like meet and greets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, I think I'm, I'm 100% confident he'll make the next one better and the one after that's going to be better and the one oh, after yeah. that. And, you know, there will become that point where it reaches that plateau where it's like, this is the standard. 
you yeah. show up and now the big thing is he's trying to outdo it with who he has as guests and stuff. You know, this is where he has us come in. We're on the side interviewing you guys. You know, we're, we're we've been flown out in VIP. You know, when he gets to that <laughs> level and he wants to reach out to us, you know, well, we've got the DMs open. That's uh, right. You we know, always have mad love for Lee and Hart. So, but you, you got whenever you're ready, buddy. Just let us know. You got to think though that this happened during the pandemic too, and I mean it was you know obviously evident with the queue line how it was set up, everybody with masks <clears> and stuff. You know, <throat> like there's venue restrictions and stuff. So just think once we get past this, you know, if we ever get back to, you know, some type of normal, you know, to where things aren't this way anymore, it's going to be better. Oh, yeah, 100%. And and like I said, I just in general, I have faith in Leonhardt to take this and and really start to mold it into, you know, this better thing. Um, yeah. I know big thing everyone talked about also was like a lack of entertainment while you were waiting after you were done. I'm sure that's going to change, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things. So I'm 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 confident he's gonna he's gonna make that change. Um, you know, I think I think all of us know that he means well and everything. There was no malicious whatever out of this at all. Um, so I'm excited to see what he what he can do with it. I'm sure we won't know until he's closer to the announcing of when and where and all that. I do know he's talking about global. Um, so in that case, I mean, you know, I, that might have to wait until after the pandemic. Cause I know there's travel restrictions going on. Um, but I, I can't really speak on that. Um, one thing I can speak on a little MetaZoo hype. I know we don't always talk about MetaZoo. We are fans of MetaZoo. Um, it's just one of those things. None of us have been, honestly, it's not as readily available as you would think. It's supposed to be in Walmart. It's, I didn't see any it's yesterday. It's hardly readily available at all until now, technically. <clears throat> well, it's still, but, not free, uh, but, so, if you haven't seen, I'll put it on the screen here momentarily. MetaZoo is doing a uh, card game drop. Um, is this it? Yeah. So, the poker cards, uh, you know, their theme, it's going to have, like, some of the cryptids on it. It actually looks really cool. I think it'd be cool to get a deck of these. I don't really play with playing cards too often, though, so I'm not super uh, stressed on it. Um, but they started this Kickstarter on the, 5th, on the 31st, sorry, of January. Um, this is another one of their boxes. Uh, looks really cool. Um, whenever they announced it, they got their funding in like 15 seconds. So that's that absolutely crazy. insane. That is crazy. Um, I'm not surprised. There's some huge stands out there. So, uh, but yeah. yeah, this is one of the boxes they dropped. Um, this is the <clears throat> Walmart box, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's a specifically Walmart exclusive. Um, but but th this, this is, is what one they're of supposed to be dropping in retail stores then technically yes this is what i thought i was going to walk into uh, into walmart and find i imagine this is going to be like a 15 maybe 20 dollar max box so you get three booster packs um in you know each booster pack has 10 cards and then an exclusive holographic promo um i imagine there's a handful of different ones or maybe there's just the one i don't know um these are second edition um as to be noted um, but yeah, so this is what I thought you would see. Um, it's it's kind of like uh, when they started doing those reprints. Um, what was it? Ultra Prism boxes. Mm -hmm. um, they did. I know they did some other lines. ones. Yeah, so it kind of looks like those, except for Metazoo Bob's too. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, also, speaking of Metazoo, they are also partnering with eBay. Um, this is. Uh, I don't know if they're officially announcing this as if this is what's going to happen or what, but they said, how about a promo card every time you get a MetaZoo card through eBay's authentication process? 
that's a new thing. Uh, we're going to do some research on the whole eBay authentication process. That's like its own separate thing with eBay, uh, not specifically for MetaZoo. Um, so look forward to that in the next podcast. Um, that's a Zen but, thing. He, he's yeah, up Zen on is our master with that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're basically talking about kind of giving you an incentive to do, you know, purchases through their authentication thing. Um, and also, also, PSA will be grading their poker card game cards kind of yeah. weird uh that was my I thought th- when i saw it too i was like why would i want to get playing <clears throat> cards graded but hey you it, know it's the thing to do right now so it's it's an interesting concept i don't think i would do that myself um teach their own though uh, if that's what you're into i 100 percent support you living your life man yeah um but i, I think you know uh, as a quick little probably ender um, topic. I, I'm I'm just so interested in in the popularity of MetaZoo because I like MetaZoo. I genuinely do. I I'm pretty positive if I could readily find it, like you know, in Targets, Walmart's, whatever. Even if I could buy it online, to be honest, I never really have luck finding it at decent prices. I would probably buy it from time to time. I think the card arts are very unique and appealing. I don't think I would ever get into the game. Um, I I mean, shoot, I barely even play the TCG for Pokemon, so. <laughs> You know, that's, that's, you know, not a knock on them, but I don't know. It's just, it's interesting how quickly they've grown too, um, just in comparison. Cause I know like, you know, you're a big flesh and blood player, um, mm-hmm. which speaking of flesh and blood, they have, uh, what is it that just happened? Everfest, uh, just dropped. It's their newest, so. uh, supplemental site. Um, but it's like, I've seen plenty of, you know, we've talked plenty of Flesh and Blood on here. We've talked some other ones, you know. Mm-hmm. I just don't have, I don't know, the interest to me is just not there in comparison to this MetaZoo stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, uh, to me, it just, it's like the way they hype it up online, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, the people they have who've gotten into it. It's weird, man. It's It's just such a... It's like a hype fest. Well, yeah, it's it's how they're marketing themselves in the TCG, the cards and all that. So, you know, you brought up Flesh and Blood, and then we got MetaZoo. There's two different games here. You know, Flesh and Blood is older than MetaZoo. Flesh and Blood came out in 2019. MetaZoo came out last year, or 2020. There was the end of 2020. Um, the difference being is Flesh and Blood is all about their player base and playing the game. Where mm. MetaZoo, in my opinion, from everything I'm seeing, is all about collecting. I know there is a game attached to it, but I, personally, I've not seen anybody who buys MetaZoo products or you know likes to rip the packs or anything like that ever talk about interest in playing the game. And you can see <clears> by <throat> like their own marketing team and their you know their Twitter page and all that, they're more interested in getting you know like collectability. Oh, here we got mm. playing cards. But you can also grade them. Here we got NFTs coming out. We got coins coming out. Like they're to me, it's, they're all about playing on the collector side of things. Where something else like Flesh and Blood is about a game, actually playing a game. So. And and I think to to also make it a point, not that either of us have argued this or anything, but these two, Flesh and Blood, MetaZoo, and other ones coming out, do not have the same type of connection power whatever you want to call it as pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, digimon those all to me what makes those different at dragon ball super dragon ball z whatever you want to call those cards uh those type of cards in my opinion have a different 
thing to them altogether because of their tie to our nostalgia. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The fact that they have an anime that we all like, um, they, you know, just whatever. They connect to our childhood or to years in the past, to video games, whatever. Whereas MetaZoo and Flesh and Blood and these other ones coming out do not have that same tie. Um, not to say they can't have a nostalgic factor. I mean, like the cryptids, right? The cryptids are a thing that, you know, your local area might, um, you know, be into that. I know Retro Poke Gamer. Yeah, it's all like local lore. Um, yeah, he, he had one. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now off the top of my head. Uh, but we did a trade for it because he it was like his local thing. Was it um, the Jersey Devil? No. Um, golly, it's the green one. And I can't remember. Yeah, He's basically a devil. <laughs> but I, I can't remember. Uh, uh, man, it starts with an H, I think. Golly, I, I don't know why. Oh, I yeah. I know I know which one you're talking about now. I remember you pulling the card when we did our live stream. Yeah. And, um, and you know, so th- there, there are ties. I mean, I know, I think in Zen's area, there's like the Chupacabra is mm-hmm. like a big thing. And, you know, so you, you might have those like those like folklore or whatever the thing. And it, it might actually be like a tie to you. But for the most part, I think this is not going to have as much. Like, I don't think I have one where I'm at in the world. Um, so I don't have like, a, oh, my gosh, this one is like so cool, you know. The cards just look cool, you know. I just enjoy the artworks to those, and I like it. Um, but I, I, it's just is interesting to me because I, you know, for example, I know uh, Ren is really into Flesh and Blood, and like I know uh, Zen and Sudan kind of got into the point where they wanted to like collect it and play it too. And it's got that playability factor. It just to me, the collectability is where I'm lacking on it. Vice versa to MetaZoo, you know, I think collectability is high on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anyone ever plays it. You know, I know this is supposedly a fun game to play, but <laughs> I don't know. I and I, I got nothing wrong with that. I think I think that's the difference. Yeah, is you know, yeah. like you know, the Yu Gi Oh Pokemon and like Digimon and all that have a mixture of you know your people who are big players and your people who are big collectors, but they have both. Whereas these games don't seem to have that. Um, you it's, know, it's more one or the other. Yeah, it, it's just interesting to me. Um, I would like to. I don't know. I, it's why I'm kind of interested in collecting it because it's one of those where I, I mean, I, I don't know what you thought. I don't know if I had a thought about basically like what it was going to do, you know, um, like would it die out by now, whatever. I don't think I did. I wouldn't not to knock it or anything. I almost wouldn't be surprised if it died out in five years. Only reason I say that is the lack of playing factor. And I say that from a just the people I've seen who open packs never talk about the playing factor. I don't think that necessarily matters, but it's like Pokemon almost died at one point in time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's if true. Pokemon <laughs> if Pokemon can die, anything can die in my <laughs> mind. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want it to die or anything like that. I think it'd be really cool to see how they handle this. I mean, you know, they they I mean the NFTs, they're staying relevant from an actual like real world perspective too. Yeah, um, so everything that's going around with popular at the moment, like they're capitalizing on it. They're they're good at what they're doing. And you know, I think they've got the right people involved. You know, I know Gary Pokemon is in it, uh, Steve Aoki. I know there's other people. You know, they you know these pretty popular people that hype it up and stuff. So they they've got a good base working for them. I could totally see this being very successful. I do I see it ever reaching like a Pokemon level? Probably not. Um, but I could see it being like one of those trendy ones, one of those yeah. that stays around for a long time. And, yeah, you know, it's gonna be uh, for a little while. It, it'll all depend on what they do, especially from like in years to come. Like, 
do they create some sort of like show or like mini series or whatever like that type of stuff i think would also bring around more fans possibly um or different fans you know uh there's a lot of things they could do i i don't know i like it i think I think it's one of those big question marks, one of the ones that I'm actually like interested in keeping tabs on. Um, like I said, I think once I start seeing it pop up in stores, I'll probably buy more product and stuff. And hopefully that yeah. becomes more available online, too. Um, like, like I think not, it'd be cool not to just get... like boxes and stuff, because like what it's kind of like the issue I have with Flesh <clears> and Blood <throat> is like you can't just you either buy a booster box or you buy a single pack from a booster box there's no in between and up to this point that's kind of how it's been with metazoo it's either buy the booster box you buy a spell book or you buy a single pack from a booster box because that's pretty or much the all you uh, have. the pre-made decks that came with what one or two packs in it maybe uh, yeah yeah but i mean that's not really a good <clears throat> nobody's gonna go out there and buy those just to get packs you know right no 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 not at all um i, I don't know i think they seem to really take a lot into consideration not to knock you know someone like flesh and blood i mean to be honest if you're if you're someone who wants to buy the most i guess price efficient type of way then you know a a booster box is going to be that um pretty much no matter which way you go right um so you know there's that but yeah you know i i don't know i think i think this is just one of those uh i guess card games if you will there's a lot of people that are into it, and it's just going to be interesting to see how it progresses. Um, let us know down below, for those of you who do or don't like MetaZoo, why you do or don't like MetaZoo, and just, you know, what you expect um, for the years to come, because, you know, it's always interesting just to hear other people's thoughts. Normally, we have two other people to talk to that, and, <laughs> you know, give us their thoughts, and this time we don't, uh, so there's that. But, I mean, we're always interested in your guys' thoughts and opinions, too, so. Very true. Um, but, yeah, I think think that pretty much wraps up the podcast other than we have our pickups of the week um <laughs> yeah i uh i actually don't think i i have one thing off to the side here i don't know that i really got anything this week um i didn't nice i didn't nice well <laughs> all right i got one pull from a product that i opened this week but i don't even think i picked up that product this week but my son being the uh, ma- magician mastermind he is, pulled this alternate art Mew VMAX from a fusion, a single fusion strike booster pack. So, a very pretty card, a very pretty card indeed. Yeah, and that, good sir, is all I got because I did not get my boxes of Everfest yet. <sighs> Such a pain. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I got this Amazon exclusive. What zombie if Iron Zombie Man. Iron Man? Um, I'm really into zombies and zombie type stuff, so I thought these are really cool. Um, another thing is, I know they have a regular for this. I'm going to probably not get into, I mean, I never really wanted to get into collecting a bunch of those, but I'm going to try not to, I guess, uh, in general, (laughs) um, for money purposes. Uh, but yeah, um, it's kind of like, so, you know, speaking of the Funkos, um, and, and, you know, don't worry, you know, I, I know there's been, uh you know, some, you know, confusion out there in the world, I don't know, um, that, you know, we're just going crazy with Funkos and stuff, um, and it's just going to take over the podcast, but basically, when, 
they announced those new pod or the new Funkos, the Alakazam, the Lucario, and the Sylveon, right? I was already thinking about this. They only showed well, they also announced for the Target Con, which actually in hindsight was supposed to have happened and it didn't. So I don't understand. Um, they announced the ten inch Lucario. Um, and it's a Target exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. Those three that they showed though are uh, what they call common pop. So there's no target, you know, no exclusive. There's no specialness to them, if you will. That being said, literally every Evolution and EV itself has gotten a diamond Funko. Um, so I 100% think the Sylveon is going to get a diamond. My reason for saying this is if you're like me and you want to start saving yourself an extra $10 or however much money, you could just wait. You could be taking a risk though, because they might not. It's just. If but you're you following said, the trends, you said that it's you already know. a common one. So I mean, <clears throat> even if you wait, you know, a year down the road or something, you really think the Sylveon is going to be worth a whole lot of money? Um, it it could be. Like for example, the Charizard common is pretty much sold out everywhere you go unless you get it online. But that's like that's the most popular Pokemon of all time besides Pikachu, right? And and that's the only thing is. And people only bought it because it's a Charizard because they think they can sell it for higher profits, right? 100%. I mean, you know, it, it it's so hard to say. I mean, it, it's a Sylveon, so it's an evolution. It's going to be loved and adored. I would like to get it. Um, I don't think... The only, I, I kind of wish... Me and my friend were talking about this. Um, if they are going to do this like if they're going to create exclusives or whatever or special editions if you will you know your flock your diamond whatever why don't they announce that when they announce the pop in general you know like it would make so much sense i think the problem Maybe is though it would <laughs> it's it, it probably really is well, to increase sales yeah i was gonna you know? say realistically if they announce that hey this sylveon's gonna be a regular one there's gonna be flocked there's gonna be a diamond and you know, whatever else, silver, whatever there might be. I mean, people are just going to be like, oh, I'll just wait till the diamond comes out. Or, yeah, oh, I mean, because that's the thing, out. right? I don't know. If, did you get your Dragonite one yet? I did, actually. Okay, so yeah. let's just say they announced Dragonite and they said, hey, we're going to drop Dragonite in a regular and a flocked. Would you buy both? Given this Dragonite, probably. But any other, because it's your favorite. literally any other pop or Pokemon, no. And see, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I probably would go insane for Charizard. To be honest, I want another Charizard just because. I kind of think it'd be cool to have an opened Charizard. Um, to, like, have it on my desk. Um, but well, That's what I'm in the process of getting a second one. Just because my son opens his up and puts him on his dresser, but out of the Ooh. box. And he wants to charge it, so. Benji's wild, I'll tell you. Oh, um, he's... He lives uh, pretty risky. <laughs> um, but no, I think, I don't know. I I think, you know, I, there's a good chance. I I fully think that Charizard, Dragonite, uh, Lucario, Alakazam, and Sylveon are going to get other releases. Hmm. Um, I think Sylveon will get the diamond because all of the other evolutions got diamond. And then I think the other ones are going to get flocked, personally. I don't know, though, because, I mean, the original starters, so the Pikachu, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur got all of them. They got regulars, they got flocked, and they got diamonds. So I don't even uh, think I've ever bought one of the flocked ones. I've got, I've got the <clears throat> diamond ones courtesy of you. 
but I don't have any yeah. of the flocked ones. And that's just it. Like, I don't care about those. If I get one of them, even if it's just the regular common one, like, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> so I don't even want to collect all of them. Like, not, not even just all the special editions. I don't even want to collect all of each one. Like, you know... I, I'm not buying oh, yeah. a Caterpie one. I'm not buying a Pidgeotto one. Like, you know, why? I just, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not that crazy with Funkos. And I know that's crazy to think, you know, that I'm not that crazy with Funkos. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a problem, <laughs> but apparently. I just, you know, I don't, I don't have that desire. Um, I'd rather kind of stick to more of like the cool Pokemon I like. But I will say from a value standpoint, and not that I care about value, like I'm not, I'm not. I won't say I will never sell my stuff because there's always the chance that like you have to, um, you know, whether I'm forced to because Allie says enough is enough, you know, or <laughs> like if money gets tight, you know, whatever. But if, if you, all right, if you could pay $10 for any three Funkos, right? Would you get one of the special editions or would you get a common? If I just had $10? <clears throat> Well, it depends on if the special editions were available to me or not. Because, so for me, I am kind of looking at, if it's not one that I personally like, like if it's not a Dragonite, I'm looking at potential resale value in the future just for the same reasons where it's like, if I have to sell them, I will. I'm not buying them to sell, but if I do get them and I do have to sell them, I always want it to be a moneymaker, you know? Right. And, and that's kind of my thought process is, so I bought a lot of the commons, right? You know, I, and not all of them came with flocks, but like I have a regular Mewtwo, but then they made a flocked Mewtwo and the flocked is very expensive. Mm-hmm. I didn't care at the time. I didn't even know what that meant. Like I thought that was stupid. And then I realized, and I was like, oh, going forward, I probably want to just buy the special edition. It's probably about the same price, maybe an extra dollar or two, whatever, um, I mean, in some cases, they're the same price. And it's basically like, so why not just buy the special edition one? Like, um, I don't know how much you can tell, but I've got this Vulpix right here. And it's a flocked um, uh, limited edition, like summer release or whatever it says, right? And I bought it on eBay for like $20. And it's worth like $80 now. And I'm just like, nice, you know? Yeah. a big jump there (laughs) i didn't expect that um when i bought it i did see that it was already at like 50 dollars. so i kind of was like oh cool it's already like plus 30 but you know i didn't buy it again for the sake of ever reselling it like i hope not to i hope to have great grandkids who are eventually just like what the hell's a funko and i'm just like (laughs) sit on down son you know i'm like i can talk about it you know i don't know i just i just i buy stuff because i have a compulsive disorder i don't know um (laughs) But like, we have you know, I just disorder. It's just you know, like I I don't know. I think it'd be nice if they told you like, hey, we're gonna come out with six different versions of the same one. Like, I have a really cool Goku that I ended up buying all three versions for because I didn't know they were gonna do the three different versions. And that's the it's a Kamehameha Wave Goku. They came out with the common, so I pre-ordered that, and then I couldn't cancel it when I pre-ordered it. And then they came out with the glow in the dark, and I was like, well, yeah, I gotta have that. And then they came out with a diamond, and I was like, well, yeah, I gotta have that. So I've got all three versions. Don't need all three versions. See, just wait until you have uh, kids of your own, and then you keep the special version for yourself, and you let them open up the common one. 
Yeah, I mean, that's probably what would happen. And then I'm going to come home from work and... Or like you when you said uh, you heard your son ripping open one and it was the Grogu or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he stole my... Uh, it was one of the long ones that I found it. Um, I think online they were like selling for like 30 bucks, but I happened to go to my Hobby Lobby and I got one of those... <clears throat> Which one was it? It was the child with the cup or something like that and he was yeah, in his little like special seat. Like yeah, and my son, you know, he loves Baby Yoda, so he saw it. And, you know, of course, this was before I had my shelves up on my wall, so a lot of my Funkos were sitting on my uh, lower shelves. He saw it, he wanted it, grabbed it, opened it up, and took it out and started playing with it. And, you know, I couldn't be mad at him for it, you know. He's got great taste. So, yeah. but, yeah. I mean, he does, I, I will say, with his choice of Charmander today as his favorite <laughs> Pokemon. It'll so. change. Ask him again tomorrow, it'll change. It probably will. As long as he doesn't say Squirtle or Bulbasaur, I think I'll be okay. Yeah, I don't know. His first ever, I did the thing when he was a baby, you know, bought a plushie of the three starters, the Kanto starters, and he picked Bulbasaur. So God. I think that was his, his very first choice ever. Yeah, I'm still going to say it was Charmander. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> but anyways, we we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was just the two of us. Uh, I think the last time it was just two people was like back in the summertime with Sudon and Zen. So hopefully the other two get better How and they'll come back to us. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that are missing but, now. <laughs> um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, the quality might be a little down. We're, we're still working through some stuff. So, you know, just give us a break. Uh, you know, we, we're trying to make up for the lack of quality with the content. That's you know, right. The, the conversation. Yeah, the two um, uh, greatest members of the podcast here, you know. Got that Mount Rushmore built for us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're it's all love around here. Yeah, uh, but yes, we uh, we hope you've been enjoying the game Legends of Arceus. If you have, let us know down below. Comment or whatever your favorite part of the game if you've played it, or yeah. what you're looking forward to of the game when you get a chance to play it. Uh, let us know, you know, about those uh, MetaZoo fans. You know what your thoughts and opinions are on that, um, and possibly this Pokemon Go set because that's wild. You know, what's Pokemon yeah. doing? We have no idea. They have no idea, probably, but they think they do. They need to incite us to uh, yeah, let them know. You know, hire us as consultants, and, you know, we can we can walk them through the valley of the shadow of Pokemon. <laughs> the valley of the shadow of Pokemon. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm like Michael Scott, where some sometimes I just start a sentence, and I don't know, you know where it's going to go, and I just let it go. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because think about this. We've been filming this podcast for two days now, technically. We started on February 5th, and it's now February 6th. So That's I'm true. telling you, the effort that goes into these podcasts, y'all, you don't even know. It's uh, two days out of out of these two family men's lives. Yeah. Uh, Keep in mind, I'm, a, I'm an old man now. You know, I'm in my 30s, so like I'm classified as an old man now. I need my cane, my walker, yeah. and my bedtime I'm is supposed to be 9 30s doors, so... Yeah. I'm yeah, not enjoy, too far behind. Enjoy those two years uh, while you got them, because. <laughs> but anyways, again, we hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure you smash that like and subscribe button if you haven't already. Check us out in our links down below, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, all that kind of crazy stuff. And we hope you have a great rest of your evening, day, whenever it is you watch this week. Peace out. See you guys. <laughs>